Um, so as you all may know, there are a lot of different events in track and field, um, which means there are a lot of different athletes. You have throwers, jumpers, pole vaulters, sprinters, mid-distance runners, and distance runners. And within all those categories, there's anywhere from about three to five different events. Um, distance, there's, in sprinting, there's quite a bit. Um, so with all these different things going on and within the wing of track and field, a lot of people don't really know about each of the events and so and what they do, how they compete, and what the athletes are like. Uh, so here at Impact Sports in with the last leg, we are trying to change that. Uh, I ran distance in track and field and I could tell you I had no idea about what the other event athletes were doing. Um, you're very specialized. So not only do I want to learn, but I want to show everyone else what exactly is going on within the wing of track and field. So we're starting a little learning, or I guess you call it how-to series. Um, we're starting out with the weight throw. Uh, the weight throw is ob obviously under the throws events along with the shot put, discus, and hammer throw. Uh, so now with, now uh, the weight throw is primarily in the indoor season, and uh, what it is, it's a weighted ball in a like sack-type thing with like a handle. Uh, I think it's about 35 pounds, and just with some really fancy footwork, which I, I mean, I don't know if it's fancy. I think it's pretty cool. Um, the athlete like, spins around and rows it. Uh, it's quite a spectacle, and it's honest, really quite amazing. Um, so last week, last week, I went to the thrower's practice, hung out a bit, and talked to the thrower's coach, Coach Blaine Mag, who is in his first season at MSU, uh, just to get an idea of who he is and what he has planned for the thrower, thrower athletes. And then I talked to Antonio James, who's currently ranked third in the NCAA for the weight throw and um, definitely has a big presence on the team. Last weekend, he uh, broke a record with a shot put and in the, in the weight throw. Last weekend, he threw 21.56 meters, which is like 70 feet. Um, that, that's really far. Uh, so I stopped in and talked to them just kind of to hear uh, what he has to say. Okay, I'm here with Coach Mag, uh, MSU's track and field throws coach. Um, so, how did you get how did you get into throwing? Did you do it in college? What's your What's your background? I grew up throwing. Uh, my older brothers and my dad uh, pretty much taught me how to do it in high school. Actually, I started when I was in fourth grade. Um, threw ever since then. I went to college and threw at Ashland University. Threw under Judd Logan. Um, he's a four-time Olympic hammer thrower. So. My background's pretty strong, and uh, right out of college, I started coaching. Started at the University of Finley in Ohio, and made my way to Grand Valley, and now I'm here at Michigan State. I'm loving it. And how many years have you been here? This is my first year. I'm only, oh, right. I, I started August 26th. was my first day, so. What's, how's it been? How do you like East Lansing? It's been great. I'm, I'm really proud uh, to represent some Division II, because that's what I grew up with, but uh, I really enjoyed the Division One atmosphere. Uh, mm -hmm. Michigan State and the Big Ten is, is great, and it's been good so far. Cool. Um, I guess, quickly, uh, go through, I mean, there's so many different throwing events, because it's kind of grouped into one category. Mm -hmm. Can you maybe describe a couple of them? Yeah, or what? Absolutely. Okay. So the indoor, there's only two throwing events. Uh, there's the indoor shot put, which mostly everybody knows. Um, and there's also the weight throw. Uh, the weight throw is the indoor event for the outdoor hammer. Um, it's only a 16-inch ball that weighs 35 pounds for the men and 20 pounds for the women. So it's kind of a, an event that hardly any Michigan high school kids know about until they get to college. So it's a lot different. Um, not too many states throw it. And then once you get outdoor, there's the javelin, discus, shot put, and then the hammer. So 
There's a lot. Yeah. Uh, I guess talk about maybe some, this is your first year, but some goals you have for our throwers. I Just as a group, I want everybody to compete well. You know, the first year, everything's different for them, just as it is for me. And it's hard, hard to get a kid to commit, but I think everybody here has, you know, you know, they didn't lose a step. So as, as long as everybody competes well and get close to the PRs as they can or PR and, you know, break some records would be good too. But I just want them to do well. Okay. Well, awesome. Well, thanks for having us today. Thank you very much. Thank you. Go green. Uh, okay. Actually, wait, wait. All right. Well, I'm here with MSU's Antonio James, um, one of our pretty – uh, pretty good throwers for, for track and field. Um, you're a redshirt junior, so this is your second year competing. Third year, Oh, okay. I guess third year. That would make sense. Um, all right, so, like, take us back. When did you first get into throwing track and field? All right. Um, I first got into throwing um, my, two, uh, my sophomore year of high school, actually. I started out with shot put and discus uh, back in Romulus High School, and um my coach encouraged me to go because I played football and track, and I, I played football and basketball. I'm sorry, and he wanted me to stay in shape for uh, track and field. Um, and that's really how it went, really. Yeah, a lot of I feel like a lot of track and field athletes in high school are they play a lot of different sports. Was that your experience? Was everybody kind of a two sport athlete? Obviously, you were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of a lot of uh, our track and field athletes were two sport athletes. A lot came from basketball. Um, some came from football, and um, others came from uh, uh, baseball and wrestling when they wanted to try something different because they were doing, like, the same season. So, yeah, I played uh, basketball originally, uh, did some football, and then I moved on the track mm-hmm. in the spring. How did um, how did the other athletics experience uh, uh, help you, or what was the effect on – what was the other athletics experience effect on throwing, your track and field experience? Like, um, I would say, like, uh, basketball and, and football, it really had kind of like a minimal impact on track and field because the nature of the sport was so different. Um, the only thing I could really say that transferred from football and basketball was our lifting regiment, and uh, that, that worked out pretty smoothly. And then when I went on to track and field, it was more based on, like, technique and getting to learn the event. And the best way to learn is to experience. So I got my hands on the implements and got throwing. So. Yeah. When did you first really start to focus on throwing? Um, it came at the beginning of my junior season. Um, uh, I love discus. Discus is my favorite event. Um, my sophomore year, I had thrown uh, 129 feet, and I made the regional, but I missed states. And so after that, I felt the competitor come out of me, and I just wanted to go to state so bad. Mm-hmm. And uh, my junior season, I threw 151 and took eighth. And I was like, man, I can, I can do this. I can you know, become great at this sport and um, won the state championship if I work hard enough. So that's when I got dialed in. That's when I wanted to, you know, make track my primary event. So that's when it keyed in for me. Um, when did you consider um, throwing in college? Like when was when did you really start to consider it? Um, it had to be after my, my uh, senior year. It was like, yeah, after the uh, – during spring – like shortly into the season when I started making huge jumps. I was jumping in a discus by like 20, 30 feet. My previous PR um, in my junior year was uh, 151, and then in my senior year I jumped up to 191.7, and, you know, that was just a really a big turning point for me, and I started to get a lot of looks from people all of a sudden, and I was like, yo, I can go places with this, so that's when I made that transition into college. Mm-hmm. 
what was the recruiting process like? Um, did other um, schools besides Michigan State look at you? What other schools were you looking at? Um, I got looks from a, a few different schools, uh, some schools in Louisiana, uh, Central Michigan, of course, pretty much most schools in Michigan, uh, some schools out in uh, uh, North Carolina, South Carolina, uh, California. But I was like, I wanted to stay close to home, so I signed with Michigan State. I felt like it was a good school to come to. My mom went here, and I felt like she was familiar with it, so I become familiar with it all the same, and it turned out great. Yeah. Um, I guess, what was the biggest challenge or biggest different making that transition from high school to college, both, I mean, with your athletics and, I guess, other things? Um, the biggest change I would have to say was the um, the change of implements because the uh, the weights of the different implements are different. So like in high school we throw the one six and in college we throw the two k as far as discus goes. And in shot you move up four pounds and in hammer you move up four pounds and the weight you move up ten pounds. So that can be a little different on your body. And along with that, you know I, I used to be um, you know I was used to feeling like. Um, out from every other person I used to feel like I was always the greatest when I was in high school and then when you come to college it's a little humbling you know you when you get to college you know you're competing with the best of high school you know what I mean that came out of high school and you know it was just a humbling experience coming into college um I guess any people in particular that stand out kind of in your journey um here Oh, yeah. Um, first and foremost, you know, I got to give recognition to Lonnie Pugh. Lonnie Pugh was one of my old teammates, and uh, he was my training partner for the first three years of track and field, and, you know, he uh, guided me along the way for so many years. And uh, next is John Newell was my previous coach, and uh, he helped me, um, you know, progress each year. Uh, and lastly, you know, Coach Mag, you know, is coming in and making a difference. You know, I've already PR'd in both events indoor, and it's looking promising for the rest of this year. Do you remember your first track meet as an MSU athlete? What was that like? My first track meet as an MSU athlete was actually at Grand Valley State University. It was me, uh, Lonnie, Aaron I, Jay Gillespie, um, Brad Wenzel, and a few others, and, of course, our women's team. And uh, I, I'd have to say, like, it was the greatest, one of the greatest feelings I'd ever had, just getting back in the ring and getting to compete and being surrounded by so many team members that felt like family, it was just a blessing to have all those guys back there to support me. Um, um, okay, I'm gonna read this. So last year was kind of your breakout year, and you said in an interview at the Indoor Championship last year that 2013 was the year to prove yourself, and you kept saying just to get like get to nationals. Um, you made it. Um, so, and you did a significant amount last year. What are your plans for this season? Uh, how has it been coming off such a big year? Um, it's been it's been great coming off like the big year I had like I have I still have high expectations of this year, and um, I came in you know want to be number one on the planet, but I've been battling some some health issues along the way, and you know that just comes with the nature of the sport. So you know you got to take it a step at a time, get back into your comfort zone, and get back to competing like we always do. So I still have hopes of you know taking that number one spot, and uh, it's just taking it a step at a time and. Uh, trust and rehab our trainers and our coaches to do what they need to do to get me back in shape um, so throwing isn't exactly uh, a contact sport it's also it's it's very individualized but how does the team how do you guys stay competitive together and work together as a team oh uh, with throwing uh, I, I would say with track and field in general you know 
people view it as an individualistic sport. Mm. But when you got, you know, your team around you and you look around at big meets when there's a dozen teams there and you see that green and white and you see them doing well, that's something you can feed off of, you know. So you feed off their energy. When your teammates are doing good, you know, you start to feel good and you start to compete well, you know, because you hold yourself accountable. I guess everybody kind of has a ritual before competition. Do you have any rituals before or after? Anything you kind of do? Um, in high school, before discus competitions, I used to sleep with a discus in my bed. <laughs> um, <laughs> I kind of uh, let that go this year since our coaches handle all of our implements. And this year I started, um, since my freshman year competition, I started buying, like, cool new socks to wear. And it, Those are pretty cool socks. <laughs> uh, yeah, thank you. Um, I, I started a while ago, and uh, I always had the motto, you know, uh, look good, feel good, throw good. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I've just been going off of, and it hasn't failed me yet. Like, my progressions have been great. So. Um, oh, wait, new question. So, so I feel like every d- different type of athlete kind of thinks of different things, thinks in a different way when they're competing. What, are, what type of things are you thinking of when you're in the ring? Um... A lot of things can go through your mind, through my mind when I'm competing and throwing because the average throw lasts only probably like two to three seconds. So a lot of cues can be going through your head. And the best thing I can say about how I, what I think about going into the ring is I don't think, you know. Huh. I take thousands of throws a day and I depend on muscle memory to get things going. And after the throw is finished, you know, I think about, um, you know, what I can bring into the ring next throw, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's good to keep a clear mind before it throws so you don't, yeah. you know. Like, head. Tr- like trust in your trust in your body, trust in your muscle memory to do what's done t- over and over. Right, 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 right. When, like I said before, like taking thousands of throws a day, you know, it, you know, it just becomes second nature to throw far. Yeah. Yeah. Well, awesome. You throw really far. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, thank you for having us today. I had a really good time learning how to kind of kind of throw. do it throw more like uh move my feet a little bit the shoes are really cool uh so thanks well good luck this weekend oh thank you thank you awesome. well there you have it thank you for listening to the second episode of the last leg uh, make sure to watch out for a video that we made on how to do the weight throw and you can uh see me uh, at least try to attempt to do it um with antonio james helping me um but you can follow Impact Sports on Instagram and on Twitter at MSU Impact Sports. And you can like us on Facebook uh, just to get the, all the latest updates on MSU Sports. Um, but until next time, I'm Alexa McCarthy.